Coffee Chat with Camille Podcast. Hi everyone, this is Camille from sunny California. You're listening to Coffee Chat with Camille's show, which is a podcast series that interviews various guests about real-life topics for people who love to learn. And then sometimes I chat um, about different topics that I think are important or that need to be discussed. I want to encourage you to share these recordings and these shows um, as much as possible because we are grassroots and also because we are um, really here to make people think or to help them think, comment, and exercise kind of putting themselves out there in a positive, meaningful way. Okay, so today the topic is on Writing with Death by Beth Skilt. Um, I'm not sure if a lot of people are aware of who Jean-Michel Basquiat was to the art world. But he was definitely the, in my humble opinion, I think one of the greatest artists ever. And uh, I said one of, we have so many, but he was, he was just, his work does something to me. And it actually inspired me to become a, a an even, even more focused and, um, I think a more focused artist in general, and not to worry so much about um, the financial aspect because I know that that will come, but really about the expressionism of it all. And we need to be able to put our thoughts out there in our work and um, let the world know that we do have a message, right? I think every last one of us has some kind of a message to leave behind and um, we really need to think on that especially if we have children you know what will our legacy be or what will our life say that is positive as opposed to oh she was scandalous she didn't do this that or the other you know that's kind of um, annoying at this point because everybody's always outing everyone and I think book society is appropriate when there's injustice but other than that not too much I just think we should try to be um, kinder to each other if anything and I don't I don't say that like an Ellen DeGeneres where I'm not even practicing it in my real life I mean I really mean it and I think Ellen did I, th- I think Ellen had a, a time by the way but you know there's a lot more of us who have a lot to put out into the universe that's positive energy so how I want to start um, this show a little bit is I do three chants of love peace harmony love peace harmony love peace harmony Okay, so let's start there. Um, 
there's an art piece by writing it's called excuse me by Jean-Michel Basquiat and it's called um, writing with death and it is um, a for me when I when I when I look at it and when I first saw it it was it was a little haunting you know I think a lot haunting um, and I could I could understand as an artist um, viewing another artist's work exactly what Jean-Michel was attempting or did in fact convey and I think I'm at that point in my life where you're just sort of contemplating like all the people that you know and love will soon not be here and then after a while I won't be here you know and this is a cycle of life life includes death and so how do we feel about it when we realize that we are in fact not as immortal as we thought we were so this would really be um, for me really the, the, the thought process of what it what it takes to to, to love a parent so much and feel you never really receive that from them and that everyone else is telling you what your parent was trying to do for you as if that was them loving you and I think those are by far two different things I don't know why there's such a disconnect at times between us and our parents but I can say that I know for a fact because I, I did do my DNA that so far my parents are my parents <laughs> so that's good news um, but my father now is in poor health and uh, it was kind of a, an, an interesting um, thought process for me because I was like having these dreams about my dad and in the dreams he was just lying there in his room in the bed in like a white hospital gown and um, he was his face was just pointed up to the wall in his room and he was in all white and he looked so at peace and um, I just kept staring at him and I really I didn't want to get close to him but I knew that even though he wasn't physically in my presence that there was it was his spirit I, I knew that and he didn't come to me once but twice so I got somewhat of the news that he's not well this past week um, and uh, He's in a resting home for Alzheimer's dementia. And uh, that his coloration had changed and his stomach is bloated and he's refusing blood work and 
um, and my sister flies out to see him. She's um, a worker for, um, I believe it's like uh, for hospice care and uh, to transition, to help people who are transitioning um, in uh, the medical field. At, at any rate, so you know, she comes down, her and my mother go visit my father and uh, my mother and I talk a little and she's pretty upset about the fact that he may not be with us much longer and um, pretty sure he's, he has prostate cancer also but um, I'm not for certain just know that, that he's 77 years old and you know he's just he's not well and so Mm, all of that being said, I, I I started like going through all these emotions, and mom was just like, "Ma'am, I miss dad," and not in in a in a conventional way. Um, my dad was a, a very um, depressed, sad person, quite frankly, with um, incredible ability and um, incredibly handsome and uh, well-spoken um, but but broken and uh, and it, it was passed on I'm, I'm the oldest and I, I'm about all those things as well but at the same time I am at this crossroad I could say yet another one and I feel like crossroads come about every 10 years and uh, I said, gee, for about a half a century, I don't know what the heck I was doing with my life. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, wake up, what did you do? You say, oh, I was trying to do stuff, but it didn't work out. Um, but it's sort of those type of sentiments, you know. So I realized that um, looking at... Jean-Michel Basquiat's painting of writing with death, of him looking as if he's he's going on with it, and he's he's at his end, mentally at his end. Now, do I know what the great artist was really thinking? No, I don't. Do I I have knowledge based on bios and documentaries of his life? What the artist was thinking? Um, still not much. Not really. Because only he knew what he was thinking. Right? And he's not here. There's no diary that we're aware of. And I... 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 I say all of this to say that my father gave me the gift of, of life along with my mother and creativity he was the first man in my life that I ever saw sketch with such accuracy and so I, I, I credit my artistic ability to him and um, I'm, 
I'm okay with, with him not being here anymore. So, the question that I'd like for all of you to answer is, have you experienced loss or a loved one who has transitioned? By the way, I'm using transitioning as the, the, new, the new word for dying, which I don't want to say dying, you know, but it's transition, you know. So, uh, my question to you, my wonderful, brilliant, awesome, amazing um, thinkers, have you experienced loss? How did it make you feel? And did you do something proactive or detractive after the person you loved was no longer here? So those are the questions. And um, I want you all to take time to get to a museum and in particular go to a contemporary one where you can see Jean-Michel Basquiat's artwork and also, last but never least, leave me some comments about art. You know, what you do as an artist or, or what's on your mind about an artist or a painting. Um, just reach out. Okay, so that's going to really end um, this wonderful um, episode and it's called Writing with Death, with Death by Basquiat and my short pitch was uh, let's chat about art okay also I play the ukulele so that's what I was using in the opening. And actually, I think we need to close out our episode with my ukulele. I may do some open chords and C chord. And we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Oh, thank you. Douglas is one of many who found a new life through Seattle's Union Gospel Mission. I was living on the streets when I heard this guy talk about how he got clean and sober at the mission. So I decided to give it a try. I could feel something working inside of me and I knew I was getting better. Today, my number one goal is to stay clean and sober. And grace will lead me home. To hear more, volunteer or donate, visit UGM.org. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.